0: The MTG Podcast is a virtual space for women and men in the tech and creative industries.
1: Tune in as we put it all on the table, sharing authentic life truths as we sustain and empower each other in search of our tribe.
0: We're more than a designer. We're more than our name badge. We're more than the work we produce. Welcome to the More Than Graphics Podcast. We're We're that that tribe. tribe. Y'all. Hey, hey, so we're like sitting in this market. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> it's the holiday, uh, Bluegrass Creative Holiday Market. It's two days. This is what makes it so special this time. It's two days, it's Saturday and Sunday. Um, today it was from like 10 to 3, tomorrow it's 11 to 4. Um, Marie Pullen from Bluegrass Collaborative is putting on these events, they're pretty awesome. Um, is there anything that spoke out to you, sister? Um, I just really,
1: we were, we're here for the spring market, and I really just have enjoyed the atmosphere so far. There's so many creative people. I feel like every time we're here, we meet new people. Like I think there may be people who come back, but we get to meet new people. We get to um, see things that we haven't seen in the area. Mm-hmm. We met a couple of um, young women entrepreneurs Man. today who were really just killing it at an early age and yes. just at an early stage in their businesses as well. So I'm just excited about all the the good energy that's brewing and bubbling up around here
0: oh yeah i think it's so cool we've had so many random chats that you and i have had like, in the span of today so yep. i think that's going to be fun like to see how everything kind of comes together between now and tomorrow but there's a ton of vendors out here if you haven't already thought about looking at some holiday things it's a special gift maybe it's a customized personalized gift there's a lot of people with personal things out here so definitely come by the Shriners temple over on southland drive you can check all of that out between today and tomorrow so i definitely just wanted to let people know, like we're interviewing artisans throughout the day today and throughout the day tomorrow hopefully most of them are women which i'm pretty excited about we'll throw some, we'll sprinkle some fellas in there we'll see what we can do but it's all about the women out here today um doing their fair share putting in all the cool, cool creative work out here yeah. Um, and we just encourage people to continue to listen to these interviews because some of them are really inspiring. Like we mentioned before interviewing some really young entrepreneurs um, and then the rest of them are really just people just coming out on their own. So, yeah, just keep listening. Thanks for being a part of this particular series. Woo-hoo, always. Uh, we have to ask. So what else? what's going on with you for the holiday season. Are you already prepping? Are you not prepping?
1: Are you- <laughs> Danielle knows the answer to this. I don't know why she'd be asking me. But um, we all know that Cicely is a procrastinator. So when it comes to holiday things, we had just been talking about this too. Danielle begins the holiday September 1st. <laughs> I begin the holiday around, you know, December 15th. <laughs> I'm trying to get better this year. So I've talked about kind of reliving my childhood tradition, which was um, getting Christmas tree ready, getting Christmas, th- Christmas things up, um, like Black Friday, the weekend, End after thanksgiving so i'm gonna work really hard this year to make sure that we can do that because last year i think it was like it really was like december 15th when we were set oh, up yeah. the christmas tree <laughs> and we left it up to like january 1st so hey. that's the type of life i was living at that time
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so we took a little bit of extra like uh for september this year we took a break so we weren't completely christmas in september but october it was game on so we're doing the whole like harry potter theme because we visited the wizarding world of harry potter this year during the summer so we're doing that theme for the holidays i'm super excited to reveal that in my story you guys can follow that if you want but in general like this the atmosphere of just getting things together right i feel like i don't know like in this year of pandemic it's been a little bit slower to me like it's crept up on it we were just talking yes. about how much it crept up on both of us like how much we were kind of chilling and all of a sudden boom it's like the holiday season here um, I saw the Target ads like last week um, yep. <laughs> like right around Halloween so I was like oh man it's here for real so and then of course you know with me having the holiday seasonal store that's also taking a role into how I foresee the holiday season so yeah just kind of getting stuff done early but i'd love to hear from everyone else out there if you're getting started early how soon is your tree up or not tree up (laughs) how soon is your menorah out you know i want to hear all the things so um yeah just let us know in the comments how you think about it or just contact us at Podcast on facebook and on twitter yay all right here we are at the Bluegrass Creative Market. It's the holiday season. We are so excited to be here, really excited to have Mallory here, who's got some really cool, amazing things for you guys to check out. Um, First off, the atmosphere in here today is really kind of electric, right? I feel like there's a ton of holiday things that are happening here. Just people just in a jolly good mood. So um, without further ado, I'm gonna let Mallory introduce herself and all the cool things that she offers. Uh,
2: My name is Mallory Watkins. I have a school saw business. Um, I do bear types of scrolls. I have Christmas stuff and Halloween stuff, and I sell year-round.
0: Woo! I like that. Okay, so tell me what favorite thing you have going on for the holiday season. I
2: have reefs. I have well signs that I follow your things so they don't um, disintegrate. (laughs) I have Christmas trees. I have compound cuts and stuff like that.
0: So I love the fact that you mentioned This is your technically your second market. So tell me what you love so much about this particular market.
2: And people here are very nice. I feel like uh, it's just a great place to be. Absolutely, Marie puts on a really great. Will find you. I have a Facebook and a number. My Facebook is Maumau's
1: Wood Designs. Awesome! Thank you, Valerie, so much. I'm looking forward to seeing your (laughs) base (laughs) All right, I'm here with Jamie today. So Jamie, we are here at um, the market. Will you tell me a little bit more about what you do, what you're doing, and tell me a little bit more about you.
2: Yeah, so I just started a business called The Written Willow. Um, I take mirrored signs um, to weddings, parties, events, open houses, um, anything you could think of um, that can be used. So I just redo the vinyl um, on the signs, and I transport them to and from to save the hassle for the customer.
1: That is awesome. And then how long have you been in business now? Um, I've only been in business for about a month. Okay. That's really exciting. Yes, yes. Um, So why did you decide now to start your business?
2: Um, a lot of my friends are getting married right now and they're like, we love this idea. It's super popular for weddings. Um, you have your drink menu, your table settings, um, all your guest lists on the mirrors and then Nobody's doing it around here. So I decided I would just hop in and start doing it.
1: I love that. So that's the perfect example of finding, of seeing a need and then seizing the opportunity and taking it. So I love that. Thank you. Um, So who would you say is your biggest support in your business?
2: Um, Definitely family. My boss has a lot to do with it too. Um, He has ran his own business for 40 years. And so great mentor to have. Um, Just very knowledgeable.
1: Oh, I love it. So um, if people are interested in, curing your services and finding out more about what you do, where can they find you on social media website? How do they find you?
2: Yes, So I have an Instagram page at the written willow. Um, and then I also have the email, which is at the written willow at gmail.com. So that is very easy to reach. Okay.
1: Awesome. And then do you have any advice for, um, anyone who has kind of an unusual or off the beaten path idea?
2: Social media is your biggest friend. Go and make as many contacts as you can. Reach out to people. Hey, this is what I'm doing. I offer the service to you. Is has been my biggest thing that I've done. It's gotten me so many connections. It's just been great. So
0: That's awesome. definitely use social media. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much.
2: Thank you. You're
1: so good. I love it. <laughs>
2: Oh, there we are. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I am
1: here. It's here today with Marie from Bluegrass Creative Market. We're just going to talk to her for a brief moment about some things that she has going on. She's going to tell us a little bit more about the Bluegrass Creative Market and some kind of some things that we can expect from the next market. Hello, Marie. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So tell me about today's market and just kind of tell me about what's been going on and just sure. what's happening today.
3: Yeah, well, this is our holiday market. We were not able to do our holiday market last year due to. COVID and and a lot of rain. So this is our first holiday. We're doing all kinds of different things this time. It's our first two-day market. Number one, uh, we broke some records yesterday. It was just so many people coming in here. So we broke a record for our internal guest count, which we were excited about. We met our Instagram and exceeded our Instagram following goals. So that was exciting. Awesome. And for anybody who doesn't know, we don't charge an entry fee, but anyone can donate to the Shriners. They, um, it's the travel fund to bring children to the hospital. Over $500 just yesterday That's we raised awesome. for them. So Yay. we are so excited.
1: Yay. All right. Um, So tell me about the market this weekend. So do you have um, more vendors than you had the last time? And Mm -hmm. just kind of explain the diversity of the vendors and kind of the type of selling that you're seeing or the type of crafts you're seeing going on today.
3: Absolutely. So it is a juried market. So we make sure the items are Kentucky made and they're high quality. We are inside and outside of Alika Shriners, which is 326 Southland Drive. You can't miss it because there are trucks and food trucks and tents and everything outside. So you can't miss it when you drive by. Uh, we've got 20 some vendors outside including food and drink trucks we've got about 35 vendors inside we've expanded into another room this is one of our biggest markets ever we just keep growing and our vendors just keep getting better and better i'm amazed by the talent that we have in kentucky they're coming from all over kentucky these aren't just lexington vendors we've got Nicksville georgetown we got people from maysville they're coming from everywhere to do our market. So we're excited. That's awesome.
1: So um, for the next market in 2022, what are mm-hmm. you looking forward to and kind of what are some of your plans for the next market? Yeah. So we are
3: a quarterly pop-up so you guys can find us four times a year. We're popping up in April, June, September, and November. We do our holiday market. So we are definitely looking forward to our spring market we hope to get it around keeneland easter yeah. time so we got all kinds of you know our vendors are able to do something really cool with that mother's day too also yeah. might sneak mother's day and father's day in there too So, um, but yeah, we cannot wait for that because it keeps growing. We did start during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. which, you know, we're like, which is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. How is that going to work? But it has been phenomenal and we have grown every single market. So it's just more to look forward to.
1: Yay. (laughs) And that's one thing I've noticed. Danielle and I were here at the last spring market. And one thing I noticed is that people love to support other Kentuckians, which is so Mm -hmm. awesome. That's one thing I love about Lexington, the, you know, Central Kentucky, Kentucky as a community. Right. We love to support Kentucky, Mm -hmm. you know, the businesses Kentucky for Kentucky. Things just keep popping up where we have the opportunity to support people here in our state and
3: keep some of that money here and keep the talent thriving. Yeah, like the local X market is right across the street. That place is awesome. 80 some vendors. But I love this market because we're super diverse, not just Mm -hmm. with the makers themselves, but what they make. So, I mean, if you don't, if you're looking for something, you can't find it here. It may not exist. Right. We got woodwork. We got leather. We got ornaments, home decor. There's soft lines, so many plush things here, jewelry, candles. We got everything. Literally.
1: (laughs) So awesome. So if someone was interested in finding more, finding out more about the market and maybe participating in the market Mm -hmm. and or finding you guys on um, social media, where would they go?
3: Yes. So we are Bluegrass Creative Market. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Anytime we have an event. There's also going to be an event page associated with that. You should be able to find us in the local calendars, whether it's ACE or Herald Leader or whatever. You will often find us on a news program like <laughs> better to the Bluegrass or Everyday Kentucky. We're so grateful to those people who support us. Um, we try to be everywhere. So, and we are a family-friendly market, kind mm-hmm. of a festival-style thing. So, you're welcome to bring your friends, your family, kids are welcome, pets are welcome outdoors.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It is always a pleasure. Yes. You're always amazing. And we love talking to you. <laughs> and we love being here too. Thank you. Um, all is there anything coming? else you wanted to let anyone else at home know or anyone um, about future markets that are coming up? Uh,
3: well, let me just tell you what months they will be. We don't have the exact dates down, but we are here April, June, September, November. You can find us Bluegrass Creative Market,
1: and we hope you come support us. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I said <laughs> hello, hello. It's Cicely. I am back today with James. And James, tell me a little bit more about your business, what you do, where you're from, and why you ended up here at the Bluegrass Creative Market. Sure,
4: yeah. So I'm I do a lot of woodworking. Awesome. I like to take a lot of old wood, like tobacco sticks and barn wood and just give it new life.
1: That is awesome. Um, I love that.
4: It's kinda kinda cool when you can take something that people just kind of throw in a burn pile and then make something that they want to hang in there on their walls so, so it's nice, kind of fun nice. to give new life to that and I also do a lot of christmas decorations okay this time of year I mean, you they're, know they're popping off the shelf so <laughs> on a kentucky theme horse horse racing and so um, i'm from winchester so awesome uh close to lexington and um uh, you know it's the time of year doing all these markets so i just love getting in here and maria sent me a message and said oh this would be fantastic i've been wanting to get into lexington and this is it's been phenomenal. So and far. here you so, are. Exactly. Yeah. So, That's awesome.
1: So you told me you started about a year ago. What uh, kind of prompted you to move into woodworking and what were you doing um, before then? Or what are you sure, still doing maybe? Right.
4: So I was in education for about 16, 17 years and then wow. 2020 hit and you know what happened and yep. a curveball was tossed. And so uh, God said, You're going to do something different. Well, and look and, at you. Yeah. And so here I am. Awesome. So doing a lot of woodworking and so.
1: I love that for you. Were you doing woodworking prior? Um, Like it was kind of a hobby for you? Kind of a hobby, right? Okay, awesome.
4: I love to create and design, so why not just do it full time?
1: I love it. (laughs) All right, and then um, who would you say has been your biggest support in your business thus far?
4: Oh, definitely my family, my wife and my, my kids, yeah. Oh, I love that. And Mom and dad for sure, inspired by my grandpa. I actually inherited all his tools when he passed away. So Aww. it's kind of cool. It's in my barn, his picture's there. And I love that. So it's really cool. So did he do woodwork as well? He, yeah, he made mandolins and oh guitars. Gosh. Yeah, I'm not that detailed yet, not but yet. <laughs> so we're getting there. Right, right, we're trying. That's awesome. So
1: are you like a third generation woodworker or it kind of skipped a generation and you're the one getting We'll say third, it? sure. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love that for you. Um, and then if uh, do you have social media, a website? How can
4: people find you? Absolutely. Where can we get to see sure, your Sure, yeah. So a a lot, lot of it's on Etsy. Okay. Uh, Also on Facebook and Instagram.
1: Okay.
4: Okay. So stay design. And then I always
1: ask this question because I think it's funny. Because I always like when we're creative people, normally like you, they' kind of creative or tech. Right? you both. <laughs> so I always ask this, like, how has kind of social media been for you, especially since for the past year you've pretty much had to be all online. Right. So how has that transition worked for you, or do you like it? Do the kids jump in and help right. you? Like,
4: how does that work for you? Well, social media's been a huge. I've just you know it gets, getting your name out there, trying to grow that the population yeah, with right. your people Obviously, knowing who you are and absolutely. your product. So it's been a uh, huge learning curve but also a very huge <laughs> blessing so <laughs> well
1: good i'm excited yeah. for you um and what would you say is your favorite thing to design or kind of what brings you the most joy in terms of designing
4: woodworking just right now probably christmas ornaments. i love okay. christmas it's a, a phenomenal time of year yes um and what I love the best about it is when it's your design and you see somebody else look at it and they smile and it just brings joy to them. So that's, that. that's my favorite part of it all. So. And do you do
1: custom work as well? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Kind of like this yeah. is cute, but like, I need that. Can I have my name this. on there? Yes, right. I want my family name right. I want all my kids and my dogs and cats.
4: That's right. Yeah. So I love that. That's awesome yeah.
1: for you. And then um, what is the next step for your business? Where do you see yourself going from here and kind of how would you like to continue to grow this year and into the new year? Sure.
4: Yeah. So finish this year out strong. I'll be at in Louisville at the Louisville Expo, the Christmas market. Look at you know it's awesome. a huge one so we'll see how that goes but that's awesome. excited about it yeah yeah and then um growing into the next year just continue to grow grow my population on
1: uh
4: on social media and hit more markets and take it nationwide maybe yeah we'll see that's right
1: well congratulations thank, thank you so, you so much, much for interviewing with us today and i'm excited we can actually see his booth from where we are right now there's a lot of really awesome stuff i will take some pictures Some videos for you guys and let you see some of the stuff that got set up. Well, thank you so much.
4: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Hello, hello, guys. I am back with Jen from the Feather Moon and I'm going to talk to Jen a little bit about what she does and she's going to tell you guys where to find her and where what she does. So that's why we started. Okay. <laughs> Jen is going to tell you guys where to find her work and a little bit more about what she does. So hello, Jen. How are you today?
5: Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. No
1: problem. Um, so Jen, tell me a little bit more about your business and what you do.
5: Um, so it's kind of a multi-medium uh, type of business. I do a lot of macrame. Um, I call it the pint of Zen is what I call it because uh, I have Buddha's like floating altars and sage sticks and things that I make um, in my garden, um, just to try to do my part and, um, chilling the planet out a
1: little bit, I guess. (laughs) And chilling us all out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, just so, so yeah, definitely when you go into the booth, it feels very zen, um, because it's just, everything's hanging and then I like to repurpose things and, um, make them new again, instead of just trashing everything and wanting something new, I create something new out of someone else's trash. So that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that.
1: Um, and so because of the pandemic, we all know lots of things changed. Um, what did the pandemic change for you in terms of your business and how has it made your business better and kind of made you better as a creative?
5: Uh, I definitely think uh, it. Cre- I created the business mostly because of the pandemic. It was there a little bit before that for a future um but then I just I really started to dip into it, and then um, once the market started opening up, um, this year's been full blown markets for the last eight months. So I pretty much am doing them every every week. I don't do I don't quite have a storefront yet. Um, once things come messy, Um but and I'm also a teacher, so I'm going to be teaching um, a lot of classes. Uh, be doing work the metal, and um, that's in Louisville. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but I'm teaching a macro micro next weekend which it is about. um yeah i'm super excited so it's so my first class uh teaching macrame my uh, future biz, past business i taught classes a lot so and that's one of the reason why i'm going to be doing that is one of my passions is teaching i love it and especially with art it just really heals i don't think people realize how how much even if you aren't good at it you're in the moment <laughs> Yeah. And it's just really important. And we've really lost that on our planet. It's time to time to start healing a little bit. I
1: love, I love that. I love that. You said that even when you're not good at it, I was never good at art. I'm still really not. But art class is one of my favorite things in school. Yeah. And I think it's everyone
5: loves beautiful. it. And, you know, that's the thing great about doing classes is, you know, I'm here and, and part of my job as a teacher, when I used to do Cake class. This is what I would do. Right. It was my job to make sure you left with a beautiful cake. So, and that. So, when you leave, you fill in the confidence that you learned, and oh, you also yeah. have a piece that you can put in your house. That hey, I made that. So, That's now great.
0: what you do with it after that?
1: That's <laughs> on you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um. So, how did you happen upon the Bluegrass Creative Market? So, did you just find out about it from a friend? Um. Just-
5: yeah. Actually, a friend. Um. I am from Louisville. My partner's okay. from. Um. My spouse is from. Lexington. And so uh, a friend of ours was like, Hey, you should try this market. And so I've been trying to, so this is actually my first indoor market and my first Lexington market. We'll that yeah. Emotional. So awesome. That. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's
1: been great. It's been fun.
5: It's been interesting. I'm excited
1: for you. I love that. Um, so, what is next for you in your business? What is the next step? Where do you want to go? What are kind of your dreams and aspirations for the next, the rest of this year, and even next year?
5: Well, right now, um, I haven't released it all yet. But in the next couple of weeks, I have a series of classes that I'm going to be doing. Great. They're going to be uh, anything from plant hangers to um, shelves. And then in the first of the year, one of my big things is teaching people, and especially women, how to step into their light, um, how to do self-care. This year, December 7th of last year, I was diagnosed with stage three cancer, uh, cervical cancer. And two weeks ago, I'm finally free. So um, so, yeah, so I have a little different, I I feel weirdly, I always look at my lessons, even with something weird like that happening. And I just feel like um, it was a blessing for a time that's so heavy me to have a different perspective on life and appreciate it that much more. So yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, so I'm gonna be doing that's going to be teaching people about. Um, one of the big things that I've done for years is vision boards and making Absolutely. sure you manifest your future. Amen. Yeah. And you're and we just do it for the year, but then you know, but then also talk about what do you put on there? Think you know you're gonna accomplish, things that might be not attainable, but making sure that you're putting a balance that you're crossing that off. And if you do it every year, I mean, I never I, I can't tell you the last time I had one. It's just really important oh, yeah. to, and then if you had somewhere and just teaching. Teaching people why it's so important to constantly be thinking about what it looks like in the future and what your yes. future looks like. And yeah. even if you don't obtain it, it's okay. Move it. Right. And maybe that's just not it's not in the cards. This it can moment. go
6: the next year. Yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. And then um, you know, I got into this diagnosis. I got really deep into meditation and gentle yoga mm-hmm. and sound therapy and things like that. So I'm gonna pull some of my players in that are also gonna love do it. So it'll be like an all-day thing, but and lots that. of classes. And then kids are always my heart and another piece of my business is called be a lion and it's um yeah and so it's creating art for kids in schools and it is a workbook my partner actually wrote the book with guy gilcrest it's um and he is the jim henson character um the cartoonist That's so crazy. he actually made muppet babies and no big deal yeah yeah, yeah. so I we created that. this beautiful um beautiful coloring book and pride of lions so we are going to be doing um a huge holiday workshop for kids called a Be A Lion Holiday Workshop. And so that'll be December 4th. We're getting, we'll are be launching the stuff for that. So definitely follow us on Instagram. Follow yes. me on Facebook, uh, Feather Moon Creative Studio. Um, our website is thefeathermoon.com and uh, Be A Lion Jungle. Yeah, we have like, all kinds of places that you That's can That's
1: so us. sweet. Well, you answered my next question. I was going to be like, how do we find yeah, you? Yeah, so yeah, So are all your events and everything listed on Yes, all of them are website?
5: all, yes. Perfect. Once they've been launched. Yeah, this—that's—I've been so busy with markets. So, and plus the whirlwind and finding out, and then I ran to the beach to celebrate. So, I'm
1: trying to get back. Right. To She's life. like, I gotta get back and work. Yeah. Like now the holidays are here. But that's awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah. It is awesome and very inspiring. And well, thank you. Hear, so thank you. Thank you. So thank you for thank time you. today.
0: Okay. Welcome everybody. Interview number—I'm not sure. I think it's like five or six today. We've been super busy, but I'm here with Jason of Us so Body, and I'm really excited to have him here just to talk a little bit more about his shop and the things that he's doing Jason, take it away
7: Uh, well we are a, 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 an all-natural soap and body shop so we focus on soaps and also beard products as well we have a, an array of other products in between anything from hand sanitizers to liquid olive oil castile soaps mm. but our main thing is we want to have actually really high quality truly all natural products. You see so many products out there that have all natural on the packaging, but they're not. Right. And that can go from anything from the fragrance to the colors mm-hmm. that's in it. If you're looking at soaps that are hot pink or bath bombs that are bright purple and hot pink, that's not natural. That's not <laughs> from nature. Um so there's ways to do everything naturally. All of our soaps are just
1: Hey guys, I'm here with Teresa from the Worker Bee Selling Company and we're going to talk a little bit about her business, um, just get to know her a little bit and show you guys some ways that you can find her and her products online.
8: So well, Teresa, how are you today? I'm good, thank you for having me. Thank
1: you so much for being here. So tell me a little bit more about um, your products, what you do and um, what you're doing
8: here at the market today. Okay, well my business is a mother-daughter business and so as a woman business with my 30 year old daughter we are reconnecting a great time making stuffed animals some people call them stuffies and um dolls and just all kinds of pillows and other personalized gifts that, um, we make out of Berea, Kentucky.
1: Awesome. That's really cool. Um, I love the fact that you are a mother daughter team. Um, so in your, what's your daughter's role in your business? Like how does she help and how do you complement each other in business?
8: She is more, um, fine motor and hand sewing where I'm machine sewing. So there are some, uh, well, there's many opportunities for us to kind of collaborate. Uh, for Easter, for instance, I may make 20 Easter bunnies, and she may stuff them and sew them together, put the final touches, the the little bun bun thing on the back. Uh, my arthritis is getting bad. I'm I'm an older lady, but I see me, but I'm an older lady in my 60s. So my daughter's in her early 30s. So. I do need young hands to do that, but she also knows the, the social media and the um, all of the computer technology kind of things—Facebook and Instagram and Etsy and all of that. Where I could just not even go there, really. I you can live forever, not yes. I I enjoy what I do so much that I don't want to get up for my machines. At, you know although i do go shopping for fabric the yeah i love it instead of shoes <laughs> i i am the fabric guru i love it um what
1: would you say is the biggest change in your business um, during the pandemic and even um, now that we're having less restrictions and things are changing again what would you say is the biggest change for your business or for you during this time
8: well during covid i did um, a lot of wholesale orders for shops even mm-hmm. though they we're not, um, didn't have as much traffic, but they were still buying, which I was so thankful for, mm-hmm. for stocking up. So I did a lot of wholesale and then it gave me the creative um, end time to really think about what I, you know, just what I wanted to do, I guess, and to try new things. I did uh, amps that go on the walls the head of a, like a deer or something like a taxidermy head of a, of a stuffed deer uh, so I did um, a variety of different things uh, now that we're back in full swing I am getting my stock back um, replenished and looking forward to you know all the spring markets coming up so you got to remember when people are doing behind the scenes thing for holiday they may have done that in the summer. So, right. like, when I'm doing Christmas things, it is um, August.
1: Months of the making.
8: Yes. Right. So, I have my Christmas music on in August. and th- So, now I'm ready for Easter. Right. So, I am thinking uh, along the lines of Easter bunny and all of that kind of thing in my stuffed animal collection. I
6: love
8: it. So.
1: Gearing up for the next Yes. We got to stay ahead. I love absolutely so what would you say you're looking most forward to in the new year so kind of what are some of the changes that you're doing for your business or what do you hope that goes better or what are some of your dreams and aspirations for your business
8: well i'm hoping that to do more craft shows like this Mm -hmm. this one this is um, a wonderful market the bluegrass creative and i've done this one for several years um but, as a Kentucky crafted artist, I do the Kentucky crafted shows as well, and a lot of them were canceled. Um, so I'm gearing up that because that is a huge undertaking. Not just the presentation of your product in a um, exhibit type forum, but also for wholesalers and for um, you know the the retail in itself. So more markets, uh, more custom. Uh, A lot of people are having babies because of the (laughs) (laughs) the quarantine babies. So uh, I do a lot of custom for new moms, for grandmothers, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I'm sure for grandmothers. Yes. And so that's been fun, and I've got new equipment, so now I can do shirts and things of that sort. I just finished uh, a (laughs) matchy-matchy shirt for... A member of all the grandkids of this uh, grandmother's family, that so from the smallest one, they all have their deer that's shirts hilarious. for their family picture. Yeah, so, so and the stuffed animals to match and stuff like oh that. So, yeah, that's so
1: super sweet. I love yeah, that. well, that's awesome. How can people find you and find um, examples of your work and really get in touch with you to order some things? How would they be able to find you?
8: Well, I do have a website at workerbee co.com uh, and I, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and I'm also on sites.google.com slash worker, be co. And that's where my, my gallery is and my wholesale information for, um, brick and mortar shops to contact me because, um, uh, that is something that has really picked up and the quality of handmade, soft stuffed animals that are like heirlooms that you can have for the rest of your life and pass down to your children is something that is uh coming back again i think not just the little animals you get from china you know that are (laughs) made very, um, loose, yes, and just, you know, they just don't hold up, and these are, you know, customs, so if you need a a woman of color, or an Asian doll, or whatever, I'm the girl to come to, because that is uh, important to me, to have dolls and animals that represent that child, Mm -hmm. whether they love llamas, or they love dinosaurs, or whatever, um, whether they have a certain hero, or certain um, person to look up to, you know. I I can incorporate that, and um, I found some fabric that is so wonderful that is um, girl power, and it's building up women and, and little girls to be um, all that they can be. And yeah, and so my my uh, goal, I guess, is not only to make it personal, but. To represent that child and to give them the inspiration that they need because, you know, we're in a gadget world where, Mm -hmm. you know, you're always on the iPhone, the iPad or whatever, but if a child and even a teenager or even an adult, I guess – is going through a difficult time and they need that comfort animal or that comfort pillow or that comfort blankie, whatever it may be that they're going to have for the rest of their life to actually give them that hug. And a lot of times you can't give somebody a hug right now. So I just think that is so important because, you know, I've seen children with their special animal, their special, Mm -hmm precious thing that they cling to and that becomes their first friend. Maybe it becomes, you know, a lot more than just a stuffed animal or a stuffed dog. And I want to, I want my product to be that. I don't want to just be another stuffed animal in the basket, you know, really. So that's that's what, that's my goal. That's what I try to do. And I really put a lot of thought and love into what I make because I love to do it. And I know that, it's going to make someone help happy. And you know, so,
1: well, that's beautiful. Well, you have heard it from Teresa Webb herself. She had a beautiful um, reason for behind what she does, and I actually have a couple of her products now. <laughs> yes. And everything is beautifully made. It is executed wonderfully. At our last market, I met your daughter. Um, then as well. Oh yeah. So um, they're a great duo. There, I just love the work that she does, and I love what she stands for. So thank you so
0: much for interviewing with us today, and we appreciate it. Thank and you we'll for see, having and me. you guys
2: just go check, it. Just go check it out. <laughs>
0: Okay, I am with another fellow artisan at the Bluegrass Market, um, holiday market right now, two-day event. This is Sunday. It's been crazy out here, but I'm excited to have Emma with us today. Emma, tell people, tell the world what you're doing.
9: <laughs> so my name is Emma. I own a small business. It's called Queen Bee Peanut Butter, and I make gourmet peanut butter. It is all homemade, handmade peanut butter, and then I'll add different flavorings and toppings to it. So for example, I'll have sugar cookie, monster cookie, white chocolate, and then I'll have have two to three monthly flavors so this month the theme is thanksgiving dessert so i have pecan pie peanut butter pu- and pumpkin cheesecake peanut
0: butter oh my goodness okay so needless to say i'm going by this booth right after this <laughs> podcast interview just letting everyone know i'll tell you how it was on my instagram stories yes um this is amazing so Thank how did you. you even get started with peanut butter why peanut butter yes so it was
9: very random um but i graduated from uk in may with a double major in business marketing and management and my internship was moved online my classes were moved online and I was just really bored at home and wanted something to do. So I just started making peanut butter randomly in a blender. And it was terrible at first, like (laughs) awful, but I started perfecting the recipe and eventually it was really good. I started selling to my sorority sisters and on Facebook. And then from there, it kind of blew up. And my hope was that when I graduated college, I could do it full time. And luckily that has been the case. And, um, I'm in Five stores now in Kentucky. So,
0: wow. Yeah. Okay. Top, what's the top seller? I have
9: to know. Peanut butter? Yes. Okay. So, it's marshmallow cream is my best seller because it's like fluffernutter. Um, I'm out of it now at the Bluegrass Creative Market. Ran out of about four flavors already, but um, that one is definitely a fan favorite. Oh my
0: gosh. That sounds so good, y'all. Yes. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm going by the food network. Um, so, for people who like want to know more um, mm-hmm. or find out more information, where can they find you?
9: Yes. So my Instagram is at queenbpb underscore. And then I'm also on Facebook, Queen Bee Peanut Butter um, Facebook page. And you can find the locations that I'm in. And you can keep up to date with my new monthly flavors. I'm about to launch so many Christmas flavors and sampler packs for gifts. So y'all follow me there and get some gifts, some local gifts. Yes. Support local. That's what it's all about. Here. Exactly.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> you okay, to- right. For another one, this one's with girls and bluegrass. We have Emily with us today. Um, day two at the Bluegrass Creative Market Holiday Market, it's been absolutely crazy. I'm just a my mask is still on. We can take those off I know if you need to. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited to have Emily on the show because Emily's got a special, amazing. A shop that you have available and I want people to know about it. So Emily, take it So
10: my husband and I do um, Kentucky and barrel themed gifts. So we do custom barrel heads, we have ornaments, um, we do staves we, and really we do anything that you can make out of a barrel product, we can make it happen. Um, and so like we do custom clocks and just different products, um, but we really, our whole goal is we want everyone to be able to A piece of Kentucky history.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And you know, people don't know that I'm a history buff, or for most of our listeners, you do know that I'm a history buff. Um, So, this is really important. I love kind of the preserving that you're doing in each little product that you create. So, for people who much about barrels or just in the general scope of range of products that you produce. Um, can you share just a little bit of the examples that you have out in the storefront today?
10: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a barrel is made up of three main portions. It's made up of two tops. Well, a top, I guess, and technically a bottom. Um, and then it's made up of staves and barrels. And so what we do is we repurpose the barrel. Um, and what our big thing is, is we want to use every piece of that barrel. And so we take the rings and we make wreaths. Um, and so we decorate them with different florals so they can hang on your door Um, and we do those all year and then we take the staves and we'll make anything from small items as ornaments and um, bottle openers mm-hmm. um, to big things like a barrel stave wall. Um, so if anyone is looking for like an accent piece for their home, um, garage, shed, anything like that, we can do that too. And then we'll take the tops and we'll do um, trays, half barrel heads, um, custom clocks um just anything like that and what we really want to do is not only are we um trying to give you a piece of you know kentucky Mm -hmm. um we are definitely like kentucky proud people um, and we are trying to give you a piece of that but we also want to give you something that is meaningful to you Um, so we have lots of um stock designs um lexington maps Mm -hmm. kentucky outlines cute phrases all that kind of stuff but we can also put anything from a last name, to a first name, to an item that is important to you. Um, We actually just recently made a clock that had. um,
2: the.
10: um, So for dog lovers out there, we can make that happen for you, too. Um, And so we just want to give you something that is not only representative. Something that is representative, things that you love and matter to you. Absolutely.
0: I love that. For me, I've trained. My dad's one of 13. So spread out, okay. Yeah. So Christmas is chaotic. I love the fact that you give like these personalized options. Mm-hmm. If from can they go far
2: away from home and they can yeah.
3: So that
10: so we are very much a business born out of the pandemic. Um, my husband is actually um works at a distillery one day.
2: So I'm gonna say
10: um, and so we you need in our community so we actually started by making team kentucky barrel heads oh, wow. um and we donated all of the proceeds um because we didn't have any money in it so we donated 100 percent of the money that we made back to the team kentucky fund and all some other local yeah. businesses that were doing things for our community for yeah. uh, and then through that Pepper- and then, oh, I love the Kentucky, but can you put our last name on it or can you do this? And so, through that, it kind of shifted into this now we're an actual business and now we're making customers. um, which we have really loved and we just have loved the opportunity to give to our community, um, but also to repurpose products that is kind of in excess, not as much during the pandemic, but generally in excess, um, and just give somebody. Peace. You know of what matters to yes, us.
0: Yes, I love it. So preserving those memories, preserving the moments are important to you, using, reusing, recycling. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate of this in the world. If you're not already doing this, where are you? Um, <laughs> so just, you know, getting the habit of repurposing and recycling things and then making custom gifts out of it. How rewarding is that? Yeah. We
10: love it. And it's so, it's, it really is so fun to get to see um, a customer request something and then I do a mock-up and email that out and like they fall in love with it. But actually actually to get to put it on a barrel head or an ornament or whatever it is and hand it to them yeah. um people get so excited and it's funny because like there are things that I now really care about that I never would have cared about <laughs> if I put it on a barrel head but you just you just make different connections um through this community and through mm-hmm. this. Um, a whole group of people that we would have never met otherwise. Yes.
0: So, so this whole, um, we hear all these stories a lot, people who have used the pandemic in a way to pivot, to shift mm-hmm. away from their norm, and they create this
4: whole another world for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I
0: feel like this is a little bit of what you have done. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Awesome. So how can more people find you and use you and buy your stuff?
10: Um, so we do have a website. Um, you can Google barrels and bluegrass and we'll come up. Um, we are also on Facebook, also barrels and bluegrass and then Instagram. We are barrels and bluegrass. KY. Um, we do accept orders through any of those platforms. You can message us. Um, we also do, um, this is a smaller thing of what we do, but we do barrel head painting classes. Um, we've previously done them at the castle in Versailles. Um, um, so that is another service that we offer
0: oh my gosh okay i'm gonna check that out because that sounds cool yeah. like are you doing the seasonal one as well like we're we are working
10: summer? we are working on game one on the calendar so that may or may not happen this year but definitely stay tuned um okay. but we definitely do book private classes um or if there's any venues out there who would be interested in having us we would definitely love to connect oh with some local people
0: i know definitely a couple nonprofits just off the top of my yeah. head right now that would love to do something like yeah. that. Okay. You heard it first. You heard it from Emily right here from Barrels and Bluegrass. Um, We're going to continue on with more conversations with other artisans.
10: Thank you you so much for having me.
0: Awesome. Well, um, I am here with Jason, um, who's going to be telling us a little bit more about his particular business and how you can get involved with his products. Hi, Jason. How are you?
7: Hey, I'm great. Uh, it's a beautiful day out, so uh, very happy to, to talk with you and let you know about our soaps, our beard products, and, and everything else.
0: Yeah, so tell me more about this, because I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people um, that were kind of, you know, there at the event, but I kind of want to hear a little bit of your backstory and like how you got started. But for people who don't know what, what what do you sell?
7: (laughs) Well, what we sell, everything is made locally. Uh, We cater uh, right now to Lexington and Louisville. Uh, What our goal is, is to have products that are truly natural. So And what I mean by that is there's a lot of stuff out there that says, you know, they're all natural products, um, but they're not. I mean, what what it comes down to is when you start looking at the ingredients and start looking at a lot of stuff involved with it, there's stuff that, I mean, you really don't want to put on yourself. The way I look at it is we're creating a product in the same vein of, you know, if you're eating healthy, if you're wanting to eat whole foods, this is the same concept as to what we're doing for your skin and your body. So we keep things simple. We basically use things that grow from the earth. Uh, There are some other things uh, that aren't plant-based, but but they are from the earth, like clays and charcoals uh, and, um, those are just great ways to add some natural colorants to soaps and products to make them a little more interesting. My thing is you are always, you know, you you look at these box chains, uh, yes. you know, body product stores, I mean, basically a lot of that stuff is garbage it's not good for you it's basically like eating a bag of doritos for your skin oh yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> so um you know if you're if you're if you smell these things that smell like Axe body spray okay so <laughs> <laughs> that's not from nature it's not like, real <laughs> if you if you see these fun colors on some bath bombs and soaps that are hot pink and neon green or, or right. bright purple that's just dye that, that's synthetic you know
3: mm-hmm. so yes. we, don't,
7: we don't want that stuff we, we stand firm by that we're only going to use truly natural products and we want it to be products that are good for you. that's what it comes down to.
0: I love that. I love the simplicity too. It's just things from the earth and we're literally just repurposing that to benefit our bodies mm-hmm. um, to make them better. Um, how can you not get behind that? I mean, that's amazing. Um, tell me a little bit more about how this started. I'm kind of curious.
7: Oh, well, I started for me and uh, truly it what it came down to, I get around my eyes um, and I don't really get it so much anymore, but I had a period where I would get eczema around my mm-hmm. eyes and it was really, I mean, obvious, and it was a little bit painful, a little bit itchy, it burned. And I, oh, wow. you know, the dermatologist basically was limiting me on what I could use. And it almost, almost uh, excluded everything that was at the store. Oh, my goodness. And, 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 you know, there, there's a few products out there that are pretty pricey
6: mm-hmm. that
7: I could use. And I did use them. But then I got curious about what I could do for myself. Mm -hmm. or about you know I started looking at some places that said all natural and then I realized that what they had in there was actually still bad for me yes so so I researched ingredients and I researched how do you make soap and then I started with one basic little bar of soap it was actually a a patchouli soap
10: Mm, yes
7: and um it was good it was a really good bar of soap just from the Mm -hmm. get-go but then I kept tweaking a little bit and now we have an outstanding bar of soap and it's not just one, you know, we keep it really simple, but it's all you need. Mm -hmm. Pretty much all our soap is, is olive oil and coconut oil. Yeah. Um, For the fragrance, all it is, is essential oils.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it. Like your booth smelled like so good. Every time I walk past, I'm like, oh i'm brought in by just the um, aroma there's
7: a lot of there's a lot of good smelling essential oils and all those products that's what you are smelling and mm-hmm. I, I, there's a difference between that and the and the man-made synthetic stuff you can smell it absolutely
0: the difference. yes you Completely know there, there
7: there really is um but anyway i'm i started letting people try my soaps and people kept asking for it after that and and after a period of time, I realized I was spending a lot of money keeping people clean, just giving them soap. So I thought, <laughs> like, well, I'm gonna try and, and sell this at you know some farmers markets, see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. And
7: turns out when I get a customer, I keep a customer. Yes. And there's a lot of a lot of uh, um, word of mouth that people mm-hmm. will hear about me and come get it. And I shouldn't say me, they hear about my products. They hear about the soap and they, and then, so what happened is the soap grew. Now we have anywhere, you know, right around 10 different varieties all the time. There's about four that stick around all the time. And then the rest sort of rotate in and out just depending on the season. Um, So we grew into beard products. So beard oil, beard balm. We also make essential oil perfumes. I'm so Uh, cool. Those are unisex, <laughs> and so I mean, it, basically, you just look at this stuff and know you're buying things that are good for you. I mean, yeah, down to. Um, I love that. So you know, th- this really took off. I didn't know what to expect, and I actually really had no intention of it taking off, but it has, and I'm mm-hmm. grateful for that for sure. It was an unexpected surprise in life. I guess is one one way to, a good one. It was a good
0: good surprise, surprise, right? Yeah.
7: So we also part of a part of a of us soap and mm-hmm. body. And the reason I say us because that's the name of the business. It's us soap and body. Our tagline is us, you, me, all. I love it. And I like to emphasize us because some, sometimes people will just glance at our sign and be like u.s soap that's not our name it's not u.s soap it's right and that means everybody and mm-hmm. our, our mission statement is on our website and basically it talks about the inclusion of everyone regardless of race sex um, yes. sexual orientation um, in, in religion mm-hmm. it, you know we just have a list and how we should all support each other And we try, we try to do that through donating um, to different organizations. Like we just recently donated to Habitat for Humanity.
0: Oh, awesome. And, uh,
7: you know, and and we want, we want people to benefit from what we're doing. So, you know, if you ever get a chance, go to our website, check out our full mission statement.
0: Yes. I love this. And this is the power of community right here. Mm-hmm. Um, this would not, I'm, I have a strong feeling that this would not have gone as far as it would have if we were actually in this moment right now talking about it. If for people who are behind serious game-changing businesses, businesses that are doing things in the community, get behind this one, this one right here. It's just simple uh, wash, rinse, repeat. I mean, it's, re- it's really simple. Um, I love the fact that you were doing this so much for, the, for this local community at, at that, let alone on a more, uh, on a broader scale. Um, so for people who really want to find you and support you in any way, how can they do that?
7: Uh, well, our website is super simple. It's www.ussoapandbody.com. Uh, we also have a pretty active presence on Facebook and Instagram, and we have the same handle on both of those. It's just at us open body. You best Um,
0: believe I'm going to be getting some soap really soon, because that sounds awesome, and it smells so good. I'm just super
7: sad that I ran out of time to actually purchase it. Oh, yeah, well, (laughs) we've got some stuff uh, in Lexington uh, coming up really soon. Like, tomorrow, we're going to be at the Farmer's Market downtown.
0: Oh, cool, okay.
7: Um, Let's see the first weekend of december this is a really nice one it's the lexington mercantile market which is at uh, manchester music hall so we'll be there friday and saturday that that'll be a really good opportunity to really pretty plus a lot of other really good makers and and, uh, local entrepreneurs will be there as well yes um and then I do believe we'll be back at the farmer's market for their holiday market in December.
0: All right. So multiple ways for all you local people out there to um, purchase these items. And really kind of, again, with every purchase you're giving back to someone else somewhere else. So I think that's super cool that you're doing that, Jason. Thank you so much for sharing you're all welcome. the cool things today about yourself. I appreciate it.
7: Yeah, you're, you're more than welcome. I love uh, love talking with you. Oh, thanks. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we have spent a lot of time recording different voices today um, across the holiday market, but we've got one more. We've got Deborah here, and I would love for her to introduce herself and the business that she runs.
6: Hi, um, I am Deborah Sloan, and my business is called Deborah Sloan Art.
0: Oh, it's pretty simple enough. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> If you actually went by her booth, it is actually amazing. I've actually went by several times. You can't miss it. Um, Just a lot of amazing uh, fine art pieces. And if you also follow her on Instagram at Deborah Sloan Art, it is really super cool to see just the range of things that you supply. So I'd love to hear kind of how you got started.
6: Yeah. So I grew up in the country and I spent a lot of time outside and I've lived here in Lexington now for 12 years. And one way um, of kind of connecting to where I'm from is that when I go back, I'll take walks sometimes with my family. And I was taking millions of pictures of just like leaves and acorns and, you know, just like stuff that I find Mm -hmm. on walks. And, um, About that time, I was also getting back into doing more artwork for myself um, after having, you know, a daughter who's now a little bit older. And I started just really wanting to paint those pictures. And um, that was about three years ago. And even though my background is in fine art, I had never done um, watercolor. So anyway, I started doing um, just, you know, paintings of those things Mm -hmm. and really, really really clicked with it.
0: Oh, it shows. Because um, your art's amazing. Um, I absolutely love it. Um, for people who don't know um, more about or where to find you. Um, I would love to. Well, actually, let's go back one. We talked about the holiday market, how amazing it is and how it worked a lot for a lot of vendors across Kentucky. How did that work for you? How was that experience?
6: Um, It was pretty amazing. This was my third um, bluegrass creative market that I've done. Um, And this one was definitely the biggest and brightest. And um, it had, uh, my booth got, you know, more traffic um, Mm -hmm. than I have ever gotten at a market before. Um, And it was really exciting. The turnout was great. The energy was great. The support from other vendors is just always amazing. I always Mm -hmm. leave with new friends um, (laughs) who are makers, which is really good Um, it's one of the parks for sure.
0: Yeah, I definitely hats off to Marie for that, because she is a way of just putting the right people in the right space at the right time. Um, so I, I love that. We also had a very similar experience with our booth as well. Just all the camaraderie. People just want to help each other out. We're all uplifting each other. There's um, just this great sense of just, I don't know, I'll call it holiday cheer even. that um, Everyone's just in a festive mood. So um, for people who want more of you, uh, who want more of your art specifically, where can they find you?
6: Well, I'm pretty simple. My name is Deborah Sloan Art across all mediums. So on Instagram, it's at Deborah Sloan Art. The only thing to know about that is that it's spelled the long way. So it's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-S-L-O-N-E-A-R-T. And so put a www and a .com in there. You have my website. Um, it's the same on Facebook. And also awesome. on Etsy. It's like Etsy.com slash shop slash Deborah oh, wow. Sloan Art. I
0: love that. So across the board, you got it. You've heard it here, folks. Like it's really simple. Um, Deborah, thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for sharing a piece of yourself with everyone out here. Um, Again, women creatives, that's what this is all about on this particular podcast. So thank you so much for celebrating and sharing a little piece of yourself with us today.
6: Thank you so much, Danielle. I appreciate it.
1: And just like that, the episode ends, but the convo has just begun.
6: Thanks for listening
1: to the
0: MDG podcast.
1: We want to hear from you. If you enjoyed our podcast, give it a review
0: on your listening app of choice. Continue to follow our page and look out for bonus content releases throughout the year. This podcast is produced by Octane Design Studios. Until next time.